You're listening to the My Rival podcast, Lessons from a Novice Sailor, and I'm Philip Darley. I remember saying, I don't feel like this is going to go well. I don't feel like this is going to go well. I mean, uh, I was the first one that uh, noticed that something is wrong. When Daddy started the engine, it stuttered. I'm thinking it's going to fail. Damn, I simply forgot. We weren't planning on going too far. Then the engine stopped, just as we reduced power to put up the sails. change the fuel filters. As usual, it's me, Phil, Mari, the real captain, our children, Chris and Robbie, and Nico, the sausage dog. We had been motoring against the wind, which was blowing northeast, force three to five. The tide was heading the same way, soon to turn. We were about half a nautical mile away from home when the engine stopped. I thought it was gonna be normal but then the engine stopped working. When the engine went out, I was steering, and I was telling Daddy, do you hear the engine doesn't sound right? And I just told him. I said this. No, I said this. I I didn't hear you, I said this. It's got to be dirt in the engine. I haven't changed the fuel filters for at least 500 hours. We turned around and put our sail up, the Genoa, we decided to go back with the Genoa, like 20% out, and sail back to a mooring. We asked for the taxi man to help us and give us a toll if we missed the mooring. So with the Genoa out, we run with wind and tide heading towards home, in preparation for our first ever attempt to pick up a mooring and a sail. There's only going to be one chance to get it right. 500 engine hours? I know there's no excuse, but there's a reason I've not changed the fuel filters for so long. Let me take you back to Bulgaria, sent flood in 2016 on the Black Sea. It was one of our first sales, and checking the fuel filter was something I thought I ought to do as part of the engine check. A serious skipper told me so, so I did and got air into the fuel system. I've always been this way I cling to the present but I was made yesterday She started okay, but as soon as we got a little away from port, the engine stopped. The Black Sea is like the Mediterranean, no tide, and even as inexperienced as we were then, we got back easily enough and the marine cowboys gave us a tow back to our berth. But it cost in confidence. Mori doesn't trust the old engine. It cost in time. It took a few days for the marine mechanics to get to us to bleed air out the fuel line. And of course, it cost in cash. Marine mechanics don't come cheap. And boy, did they struggle to get the engine going again. They spent hours bleeding the system. So there you have it. That was the mental note I made not to fiddle with the fuel filters. If it ain't broke, why fix it? it has been my 
Now, four years later, with no motor, we're running with the wind on a starboard tack towards our mooring buoy. It's been about 30 minutes since we turned back, so the tide is beginning to slack before it turns, causing all the boats in the lineup towards our buoy to stir. Already the last boat obscures the line we need to take to pick up the tails in the water. All we can do is try. Mari is at the helm. Chris, our eldest, is managing the Genoa. I was meant to pull in the Genoa, so we don't over, overshoot the boy to slow us down. While Robert, our youngest, is with me on the bow with a pole ready to grab the tails in the water to secure us to the boy. Fifteen metres to go. Ten. Mari steers around the last boat before the boy. The vectors suggest we'll pass it right by. Do you know what drives on when we were just about to get there? But luckily it was kind of in our favour because we slowed down further and we were about to overshoot the boy. Fortunately the tide hasn't changed direction yet and still carries us gently forward. We're going to miss. Those tails in the water will be out of reach. Five metres. Three. Two. The tide turned. Its new direction brings the tails right within my grasp. I scoop one of them up and wrap it around the port bow cleat. We're secure. We've done it. We succeeded. Our first ever sailing onto a mooring buoy. Yeah, we got it perfectly and we didn't miss it. When uh, the engine stopped working, I didn't freak out too badly because I had a lot more experience than before and um, I knew that we could have had uh, some help from the marina and uh, there is nothing to worry about. And here's a top tip for when the god of wind and tide is not on your side. Besides, of course, regularly changing fuel filters, put out fenders just in case you miss the mooring buoy and collide with any vessels next in line. And a final word from the captain? Yeah, when the engine broke down, I was by the helm and I was uh, steering uh, towards our um, swinging mooring. Everybody was telling me what I have to do. Turn left, right, starboard, board. I uh, wasn't listening to this because I knew exactly what I have to do because I'm the captain.